0: Lauren. Mike. The year is almost over. Can you believe it?
1: No. Is, is it really over, though? I mean, we still have to get through the holidays. And honestly, it's all feeling a little bit dark this year.
0: I hear you. I agree. Well, hopefully, we can spread some holiday cheer with this week's episode.
1: Sounds good.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Gadget Lab. I am Michael Calori, a senior editor at Wired. I'm joined remotely by my co host, Wired senior writer Lauren Good. Hello, hello. Hi, Lauren. And we are also joined this week by Wired senior writer Adrian So. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the show, Adrian. It's great to have you here again. Yay. Somehow, it's December already, the last month of this year like no other, which means the holidays are looming. So, today we're going to talk about gifts and gift giving. And of course, like with everything else this year, nothing about this holiday season is going to be typical. Money is tighter, shipping takes longer, and people's wants and needs have changed. Later in the show, we're going to talk about our personal favorite things from this year in a little sort of look back on the gadgets that have gotten us through the pandemic. We'll also talk about our own favorite shopping websites, including some small businesses that we love. But first... Let's talk about the gifts that we know are going to be popular this year, whether it's because of the pandemic or in spite of it. We watch all the trends here at Wired, and we're going to share some of them with you right now, starting with Adrian, Tell us, please, what gadgets do you think people are going bananas over this year?
2: The Facebook portal, what the heck? I've recommended it to at least five different families uh, right now. It's such a weird thing to describe. I was trying to describe it. To a five-year-old at my house the other day and I was like it's a picture frame that lets you talk to your grandparents uh, and you can just you can put hats on yourself you can have them read stories and her mind was just like totally totally blown we have three different portals at my house now. One is attached to like the 55 inch TV. And then we've got like the little picture frame that the kids can, can have at the kitchen table. And uh, yeah, I really think, um, you know, staying in touch with your long distance family is going to be a really big uh, a really big thing this year. So whether you do that with an iPad or an Echo Show, Or, you know, the Facebook portal is my personal favorite way to do that.
0: I think like, you know, any like you were saying, any sort of technological way of talking to people far away, that was like that was the big surprise segment this year. And I mean, a lot of us just use the same things that we use for our jobs. Um, In fact, like the thing that I've been noticing is that things that we would call work from home gear, like laptops, Chromebooks, and even things like webcams and ring lights for Zoom. Those are things that I think are even more popular this year. Like you couldn't find a webcam for Zoom for a long time. Also, Twitch got really popular this year. So just that sort of like mechanism for talking to other humans through your computer is something that is really, I think, going to spill over into uh, gift giving.
1: Right. And I think that headphones are also a part of that, too. I mean, headphones are always typically popular as a holiday gift. But this year, especially if if you live with other people, you're probably in need of some good headphones to escape, whether that's to take meetings or phone calls or to go for walks and listen to podcasts. I like Apple's AirPods. I I believe they are still the best-selling wireless headphones in the world, and if you're an iPhone user, you kind of can't go wrong. The regular AirPods are $159. The AirPods Pro are more expensive at $249. We are not yet recommending the very expensive new AirPods Max because we haven't tried them yet, and I don't think even if you order them now they're going to ship for a while. Um, but Mike you also really like your Samsung earbuds, right?
0: Yeah, um they're Samsung Galaxy Buds Plus are the ones. Uh, and like I've I've never really liked wire-free headphones. I've tried like all of them since they've come out. Well, I mean, there is a gazillion of them, but I've tried at least half a gazillion and I've never really found ones that I like. Also just like the Bluetooth connection isn't great. For some reason, Samsung has cracked it. Also, they're like the perfect size for my ears. So um, they sound really good. I was super surprised because I've never had like great experiences with Samsung headphones. And this is the first time. <laughs>
2: is it, these are the ones that look like the little the little shiny beans, right? No, like? no, they're not oh, the bean no. ones. They're the ones okay. that sort of
0: have like a triangular touch touch pad on them. They're also um BTS uh, uh, is like a, an endorsement deal. So if you see the commercials with BTS for Samsung headphones, they're the BTS ones. Um Nice. When they first came out they were like 140. Now they're like 100 105 110. Oh
2: my god, that's a totally reasonable price for a pair of wire-free buds.
1: <laughs> and how long does the battery life last? Because I know the very first pair of Samsung totally wire-free buds they had pretty poor battery life, but that was, that was a few years ago at least, and I think they've gotten better.
0: Uh, yeah, I can say I don't know because they've never run out on me and they're wireless. So whenever, like every couple of days, I just plop them onto the wireless charging pad on my desk and I just never know how long they last. How about that?
1: And that's probably a, a good segue to one of the other trends I've been following, which is personal fitness products, right? Everyone made fun of Peloton Girl last year looking very afraid as she received her Peloton as a gift. But what did Peloton Girl know about 2020? That's what I want to know. Because, of course... In-home fitness has been all the rage this year as gyms have been shuttered around the country and people have to find some way to stay fit. So Apple Fitness Plus is launching this month. I'm not quite sure that Apple Fitness Plus is the thing you're going to want to give as a gift, but one of the things that you'll need for Apple Fitness Plus is an Apple Watch. And you can find the Series 3 for as little as $179 these days. I mean, if you want to be the real hero in, (laughs) in someone's life, you'd find them hand weights because... Those are just like impossible to find these days or at least impossible to find without some crazy markup. Um, I haven't been successful in finding weights. So if anybody has any tips, please let me know. But like, if you really want to impress somebody this year and they like to exercise, just find them weights somehow. I, <laughs> I I was that's going to be a big gift. I know. I was thinking about that this year. Like I, my, a
2: category that I cover is smart home and it used to be pretty clearly delineated. But now that our home is like, our office and our personal gym, and just all these other things. I feel like my category just like suddenly got expanded, especially here on the West Coast. Um, air purifiers, uh, vacuums, things for keeping your home uh, really clean and nice uh, start became you know almost became almost necessities now that we can't escape to an office with nice filtered air all the time.
1: Adrian, do you have a favorite air purifier? Um, there are a couple.
2: Um, my favorite is just—I'm almost embarrassed to admit this—but the Dyson Hot Cool Link. They have a couple of different variations. Um, there's a humidifier version uh, that might be useful since we've seen some evidence that hu- interior, like, uh, humidity can help your body fight off, um, you know, the dread c virus that we're all doing really are all working really hard to not mention <laughs> during during this episode um yeah that but that one is pretty pricey uh blue air has a couple of affordable affordable ones for bedrooms that are really quiet uh the, the blue air 411 uh, auto it has a sensor that automatically detects uh particulate matter in your bedrooms and uh so yeah that one is super that one's super quiet if you're Wanting a bedroom purifier that your kids can't, uh, that won't wake up your kids.
0: You know, related to that, Adrian, something that I've been following pretty closely uh, and I see a lot of interest in gift giving this year is kitchen stuff. Right. Because this is the year that we all like relearned how to cook or got, you know, (laughs) twice as busy in the kitchen as we ever have been before.
1: You're so generous in assuming that I've learned how to cook this year. (laughs) Tried. Tried.
0: I think everybody has given it a much stronger push. (laughs) yes this year than they ever have before so you know like i see a lot of things uh, inexpensive stuff like pans cast iron skillets dutch ovens combo cookers for people who like to bake bread on people's on people's holiday lists but uh also like now is a good time to sort of get experimental uh, for people who are like asking for things they may want like a sous vide machine or um a pickling set or like a duck press or just something weird and bizarre uh, because they're bored because they've been cooking the same things for 10 months.
2: Mike, are you over there pressing ducks <laughs> San Francisco? <what> is...
0: <laughs> I am not, but people do. That is that is something that people like to do.
1: Mike, what would you say is like the must have kitchen gadget of the year and something that's not prohibitively expensive?
0: Um, Good food storage. Like glass bottom, plastic top with a little burp in it, food storage. Because we're just, you know, just cook and freeze, cook and freeze, and then heat it up for lunch. So if somebody's working from home, that's a that's a gift that they will absolutely use.
1: Is there a particular brand you recommend?
0: Um, no, I just like, I just kind of get whichever one is BPA free and on sale.
2: <laughs> I had no idea that you could bake in Pyrexes too. So you can store them and then reheat them, and you can also bake like individual sized ones in the oven. I was these things are magical. I really like the Pyrex <laughs> brand, but
1: yeah. I think I have the Pyrex brand as well. And I think that may be because the wire cutter recommended them. Oh no! Can I say the other W word on the Gadget Lab podcast? Absolutely. Okay, but I think I, I got the ones actually. Um, it, my aunt ordered them for me as as like a housewarming gift. She ordered me like a whole bunch of the ones I sent her, and I think it was the one that's the the ones that the wire cutter recommended. And I agree, Mike. They're fantastic. And Adrian, to your point, you just heat the food right up in them, yeah. which is great. Uh, the one, I mean. We're talking
2: about the inside, but I also wanted to mention the outside because the one thing that I did buy for my family was uh the Mister the Mister Buddy, the outside portable heater. Since so much Ooh. of yeah, since so much of our socialization, I'm talking about us like we're weird zoo animals now. But like our social activities are like taking place outside now. Um, yeah, things that will keep everybody warm. Um, I think you can get the Mister Buddy heater for now. Uh, we got. The, we got one that's about uh, $70 and uh, warm socks, little hand warmers, a nice coat. That's a good way to keep seeing people in person.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to say I could see a real demand for fabric goods this year that keep people warm because we're trying to do so much outdoors. I've tried uh, Patagonia's Capoline Midweight base layers before, both the pants and the zip neck base layer top, which is really great. Um, I've been checking out Lululemon's running headbands that cover your ears. Um, L.L. Bean's $59 outdoor blanket would make a really nice gift. I've been sort of loading up on L.L. Bean stuff this season, to be honest, going back to my New England roots. But um, one of the things I really like in particular about Patagonia brands and Lululemon, and I'm, I'm not quite sure what their policies are in the pandemic, but in the past at least, If anything was torn or needed repair, you know, a hole in a seam or anything like that, I mean, you could take your products back to the store. They would repair everything for free. I mean, I've had the same pair of Patagonia sweatpants, I think, for like probably a dozen years at this point. And I know people say, you know, Lululemon's workout gear does tend to be incredibly expensive. But with this free repair policy, I mean, you could go back and get your, you know, stretch pants patched up and sewn up like again and again and again and really get some really long use out of them. Of course, here at Wired, we're always trying to help people extend the use, you know, the the lifetime of their products. So um, yeah, uh, check out products like that for your outdoor gear.
2: Lululemon will also hem your pants for you for free if Mm -hmm. you are like me and have a three-inch inseam, so... (laughs) (laughs) Lauren I wore my Patagonia better sweater all through being pregnant and then I totally busted the zipper and then I brought it right back and they zipped it they fixed the zipper like right at the store for me and like they just replaced it in like 10 minutes it was awesome. That's amazing. yeah it was pretty cool. <laughs> all
0: right before we take a break I have one more thing to mention which uh, I'd be remiss not to which is the fact that there are two new video game consoles out the Xbox and the PlayStation 5 those are gonna be big gifts this year uh if people can find them good luck with that Uh, all right let's take a quick break and when we come back we're going to go into our own gift ideas and some more recommendations on places to shop welcome back In the first half of the show, we gave you some ideas and told you what we thought would be generally popular in gift-giving this year, but now we're going to talk about specific products, services, and small businesses that we love, and hopefully it will help inspire some creative ideas of your own or give you some tips that will help ease the burdens of the holidays. Adrian, what say you?
2: I'm so excited to share this hack. We discovered it for Thanksgiving, but local restaurants around us are offering holiday Meal kits, so you can just go over and pick up your like six dishes or something, and then you don't have to cook, you don't have to plan. Like, I am, I have got two small kids, and I am just resisting it so much. I'm like, I will not be responsible for the holiday magic this season. Like, I just want to pick up dinner, and it's a great way to support your local restaurants and eat exactly what you want to eat and not have to eat mashed potatoes just because you have to. And uh, I think for Christmas we're doing a charcuterie plate from Olympia Provisions. It's a restaurant that's based here in Portland, Oregon. I told everybody in my family that they could just pick whatever they wanted for Christmas dinner and they're so stoked. So we're getting charcuterie for my husband and the three-year-old's getting cookies. So
1: (sighs) (laughs) that is my favorite hack. (laughs) That sounds delightful. And the cookies sound pretty darn good too. Lauren,
0: (laughs) Lauren, what are your picks?
1: Well, I was going to divide my my favorite things or recommendations into, into three categories this year. So I don't know how you want to go through them, but I, w- I would describe them as gadgets, greetings, and then giving, which is going to be really important. Uh, so I guess, well, for gadget, I'm a fan of the iPad. It's taken me a long time to come around, but I am a fan of the iPad. I use it to watch shows in the evening. I use it for reading and responding to messages. I use it to cast free YouTube yoga videos to my television, Um, I'm lucky because we get to try these things out for our jobs, and so I've had the chance to try some of the more, you know, super-duper expensive iPads, but you can also buy an iPad these days for as little as $300. That's still not cheap but relative to other prices you know for the iPad it's a uh, great
0: gift for parents as well
1: it is it really is and it goes back to what Adrian was talking about earlier about how connecting with family you know zooming and facetiming is so important these days and that's that's a good way to do it if only Apple would reposition the camera on the iPad but that's for another podcast <laughs>
0: all right well that's your gadget what's your greeting
1: all right, for greetings, I have mentioned this before on the Gadget Lab podcast, but a friend of mine started this really cool greeting card subscription service called Warmly, and the website is warmly.press. Um, it sounds a little, a little twee, but it's really handy because if you need greeting cards to send to people or you like just dropping friends' notes from time to time, it means you don't have to go to the pharmacy to get a card. You just have them sent to you for a monthly subscription fee. And you can also gift this to people. So if there's somebody in your life who likes to have cards on hand or likes dropping people notes from time to time, you can gift them a Warmly subscription. And then my giving recommendation is for the Second Harvest Food Bank of Silicon Valley, which is near me. They serve as many as 500 people per month. Um, I think you know a lot of people think about Silicon Valley as an incredibly wealthy place, and it is. In fact, as we're taping this, I think another tech startup is IPOing and people are getting very rich. But there's an incredible wealth gap here, and a lot of people and a lot of families are struggling right now. And um, I really like to support the Second Harvest Food Bank of Silicon Valley. But of course, there are lots of food banks around, and people could really use the help. So if you can't afford it, look up your local food bank. You could go to Charity Navigator and check out their rating, learn a little bit more about how they operate, and, and maybe make a donation. Yeah,
2: that's a really great idea about the food bank. And the great thing about that is that it doesn't have to be like an enormous amount of money. You don't have to like donate like $500 to your local food bank to make a difference. And another small way of supporting like your favorite, like small businesses or nonprofits that might be struggling around you um, is merch. I like if you have someone in your life that really likes like ninety-nine percent invisible or a podcast you don't normally contribute to, like I am really looking at getting a beautiful nerd's t shirt for myself because I am I'm quite a beautiful little nerd. But another thing, uh when when you mentioned like checking in on your friends, um like so many people this year are just like not okay. We've had to go through so many milestones alone, like having do babies or like, you know, deaths in the family or something. And I set calendar alerts on my Google calendar to check in with uh, my friends who are just like not really doing great. um, But Gift subscriptions are also a pretty convenient and not uh, not too expensive way of just kind of like popping up into somebody else's life from a long way away and just be like, hey, I'm thinking about you. And it's a good way to support small businesses too. I think uh, Trade Coffee is one of our favorite coffee subscriptions and uh, Kiwi kiwi Crates are a great one for kids and I think uh, Universal Yum's is the one that I was looking at uh, to gift to friends too, because we can't travel right now. So that's another fun way of bringing the world into my dummy. so.
1: And an, and another fun thing about some of those is you can often buy somebody like a three month gift subscription, right? And then they can get the boxes for a short period and decide if they want to extend the subscription.
2: Yeah, definitely. And the the weird thing about gifting, like not, just now but during the year is just like uh parents in particular just got fixated on the one thing that was going to fix like everything that was wrong with their kids lives and for some re- like for this summer it was like a pool by Intex specifically it was this one specific 10-foot pool that would fit into everyone's backyard and uh be- right before Christmas everybody was going nuts about the uh, the nugget couch which is awesome because Nugget is a small, you know, independent manufacturer, and it's always great to support those instead of bigger ones. But also, I'm going to kill the Nugget guy because you can't get one. So <laughs> that is <laughs> that is the other, yeah, that is, you know, if you're thinking about buying, like, that one magical thing from the small business, like, better do it now.
1: Mike, what's one of your go-to gifts to give to people?
0: Uh, well, you know, I think at this point we're in the... Right around the middle of December, Hanukkah's starting, Christmas is two weeks away. We've probably already figured out the thing that we're going to get for our ride or die, but we haven't quite figured out the things that we're going to get for the people who live just outside the periphery of our inner circle. Um, I would recommend uh, shopping, like we've all been saying for the whole show, shopping at a local small business, but particularly masks are a really nice way to give somebody something fun because you can pick something that matches their personality, so it shows that you care. You spend about $20. Uh, and also, a lot of small businesses have pivoted to mask making, right? Like any sort of crafty business, uh, any sort of clothing business in your neighborhood, if you live in a city, is most likely selling handmade masks, and they make great gifts. You can also go to Etsy. Uh, just know that if you do that, shipping is probably going to take a little bit longer than you're used to in the Amazon era, just because uh, a lot of things are made to order or people only can are able to ship uh, a couple of times a week because of life stuff and also i would say to look at wire.com because we have this comprehensive guide to masks and it has something for everyone like people who like to work out it has masks for kids uh they make great gifts like who doesn't need another one right at this point i'm sure some people don't need another one but you know they make great gifts it's a way to show that you care it's a way to appeal to somebody's own personal taste The other thing that I would say is um, there is probably somebody who you know, either in your home or outside of it, who does all the cooking in the house or the majority of the cooking in the house. So get them something really nice. Um, I would say go big because... The trick is to get them something they wouldn't buy for themselves. So like if they don't have a nice blender, get them the best blender, which is like the Vitamix, right? If they have a bunch of janky knives, get them a really nice knife, like a $100, $150 chef's knife, something they can use for everything they do. Uh, if you don't have a lot of money, but you still want to get them something, find out if they have a kitchen scale. If they do a lot of cooking and they don't have a kitchen scale, you have to get them one because it is a total game changer.
2: That that reminds me, Mike, uh, my favorite category of gifts if you're shopping for kids are toys that aren't toys, because my five-year-old uh, is in the kitchen with me all the time and she actually asked for her own chef's knife for Christmas. So I think, that I think uh, there are some starter, you know, like uh, starter plastic kids knives that I might be getting her for Christmas, but um, things to supplement remote learning too. Like we had a little bug catcher it's just a little plastic box with a magnifying glass on top so you can just have them running around the yard rock tumblers binoculars uh telescopes the christmas star the uh star that was supposed to have led the three wise men to bethlehem it's going to be visible on the week of christmas for the first time in over 800 years so that is something that we're going to be doing with an with the binoculars and my new mr buddy eater for the week for the week of christmas so toys that aren't toys
0: nice all right even though we've just spent uh most of the show talking about recommendations for gifts we're still going to do the recommendations segment as the last segment of the show where we're going to tell you some things that you can check out that aren't necessarily gifts uh so we'll be right back All right, welcome back. Here is the end of the show where we make our recommendations for things that listeners might enjoy. Adrian, you go first. What is your recommendation?
2: My recommendation is Bridge of Spies. It's the Tom Hanks movie and it was, uh, I think it came out in 2015. So kind of like the basic overview is that it's like spy versus spy and then Tom Hanks is this like super decent civil servant that is like caught in the middle like trying to negotiate like the return of the Russian spy in order to get the American student out of like communist Russia or whatever. But while all you really need to know about this movie is that Tom Hanks is just like trying to do really hard things in cold places. So he's just like trying to take a bus in East Germany and he's just like oh where's my coat he's got a cold through the whole movie I think and it's just I don't know it felt really seasonally appropriate to me to be watching movies about really decent people trying to do the right thing all by themselves in cold hard places full of snow so that's my recommendation
0: very nice very nice and it's streaming right Bridges Spies
1: it is it's on Amazon Prime
0: Nice. Lauren, what is your recommendation?
1: While we're recommending things to stream, I am just getting into the Gilmore Girls on Netflix. The Gilmore Girls has been around for a very long time. I think it started airing on the WB back in the 2000s, like I think the year 2000, which just feels like, well, decades ago. Um, But it's it's a very nice, light, easy breezy watch in the pandemic. I'm surprised it's taken me this long, actually. To, to watch it
2: after you've watched all the episodes lauren can you just
1: explain like every
2: gilmore girls meme to me because i keep seeing them popping up in twitter and i have no idea what's going <laughs> on
1: <laughs> yes and apparently there's now a new version of it on netflix which is maybe why it's getting attention again um but i haven't gotten that far yet because i'm, I'm like back watching the original series so um yeah it's just it's just a pleasant watch. It's a way to sort of blot out all of the news of the day. Um, and my other quick recommendation is just a, a small tip because we're talking so much about gift giving and just and giving in general. Don't forget to tip. Don't forget to tip the people in your life very well if you have the means. Don't forget to tip uh, essential workers who are delivering items to your home, um, pet sitters maybe who have been losing work this year because everyone is home with their pets, anyone else who has helped you out in a big way this year. Uh, just tip well. Yeah, that's my recommendation.
0: Five dollars is the absolute minimum if someone is bringing you food. I think.
1: Absolutely, Mike. What's your recommendation?
0: I recommend you go to the bank and you take out fifty bucks, all in fives, and you just keep them all stacked <laughs> have up. Have on an your envelope desk. at home. Have mm-hmm. it in an envelope because there's nothing worse than trying to tip somebody and not having cash. Because we don't use cash anymore, but cash is how you should tip, right?
1: I I mean, I think so. And I think that what we've seen with some of the delivery apps is they can be pretty opaque in terms of understanding what's actually going to the driver or delivery person versus what's going to the restaurant versus what's going to the big, you know, venture capital funded tech startup that's running the delivery app. So, uh, yeah, cash is always a good idea.
0: Nice. All right. Well, I actually have a, a, a recommendation that's not just piggybacking on yours. Um. Around the world, right now, December 2020, we are celebrating Ludwig van Beethoven's 250th birthday. He was born in Bonn, Germany, in 1770. All we know is that he was baptized on the 17th of December, so he's probably born like within a few days before that. So right now is Beethoven's 250th birthday. Uh, To commemorate this, a lot of um, ensembles uh, spent the beginning of this year and the end of last year and had plans for big Beethoven festivals. A few of them happened before the pandemic. The rest of them got cancelled. Some of them are happening online. But there's one in particular that I want to recommend, and it's a French string quartet called Quator Ebene, which is like the Ebony Quartet, uh, they did a concert where they went to cities on all the continents and they performed Beethoven string quartets. Um, everybody knows Beethoven symphonies, right? Symphony number no. five, Symphony number no. nine. The thing that a lot of people tend to overlook uh, if they're not huge classical music nerds is uh, Beethoven's string quartets. He did some of them very early in his career. He did some of them at the very, very end of his career, right before he died. So you really get, by listening to his string quartets, you get a comprehensive view of his approach to his music. So the series is called Beethoven Around the World, The Complete String Quartets, and the Quator Ebene puts it out as a um, box set that you can buy if somebody is into CDs. It's like 35 40 bucks on Amazon and, you know, similarly priced elsewhere. It's also all streaming. So if you know a Ludwig van Beethoven lover or if you are curious, then that is my recommendation. Beethoven around the world.
2: Can you get it on vinyl for the person that I also bought the portable turntable with for <laughs> this Christmas? <laughs>
0: I'm not sure. I think I saw somewhere that there was like, a, like a, a distilled, you know, best of kind of two vinyl piece. But I think on vinyl, it would be like, it would be the size of your bookshelf.
2: Good to know. <laughs> it, is,
0: <laughs> it is many hours of, of string quartets and just gorgeous. Beautifully played.
2: Oh my gosh. I'm looking forward to checking that out. It sounds really lovely.
0: All right. Well, that is our show. Thank you, Adrian, for joining us once again.
2: Thanks, guys.
0: And thank you all for listening. If you have feedback, you can find us all on Twitter. Just check the show notes. This show is produced by Boone Ashworth. We will be back next week with one last show for the year to wrap it up with a special year-end episode. So until then, goodbye. Sorry, my my cat is doing impossible things here.
1: (laughs) Kitty! Oh. oh! hi. Hi, girlfriend. Get out of here. Do you want to join the Gadget Lab?
0: Hi, everyone. Michael from Gadget Lab here. I want to tell you about our friends over at The Big Take Podcast from Bloomberg News. Each weekday, they bring you one important story from their global newsroom, like how AI will upend your life, or why China's targeting the U.S. dollar, and maybe how Joe Biden plans to take on Donald Trump. Oh, boy. Check out The Big Take, a daily podcast from Bloomberg, wherever you listen.